Hey, Laura Ann Lynn, you're listening to Radio Brendo Man. And welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy, and Phil is once again on vacation. So I have another guest with me, uh, Mr. Mark Bolton. How you doing, Mark? Oh, I'm very good. Hi, Brendo. Hi, Brendo maniacs out there. Yeah, it's the Mark Bolton. If you listen to the show, I mean, he's a frequent contributor of letters. You're the author of Marmapuke. Yes, uh, he's my my brain baby, that Marmapuke. That's awesome. And you're also the co-host of Comic Nerds Unite on the Benview Network. Yes, yes I am. Uh, it's a comic book podcast. I love comic books a lot. I do it with my friend Tim Van Autrieve. Uh We've been friends since seventh grade, even though I just said his name incorrectly. It's Tim Van Autrieve. <laughs> I actually only learned that about two years ago that I've been saying it wrong for 15 years. So that's how good of a friend he is. He never bothered to correct <laughs> you. I guess. Yeah. Or he was like, he's not going to, I still like Van Altrieve better. I think it sounds much better than Van Altrieve. Well, I say Altrieve and now I'm like, Oh yeah. I think it's, um, he found out it was Belgian and I guess that's how okay. the Belgians pronounce it. But yeah, what do they know? They're in Belgium. Yeah. They're, they're drunk like yeah. beer and chocolate and, and waffles. Yeah. What do they know? Nothing. So you guys talk about comic books? Yes, we do. Uh, boy, I, I love comic books. I'll tell you what, I, in the last week, I spent, what, 85, about $92 on comic books? Wow. Now, granted, $75 of that is my monthly allotment, because I buy my comic books all at one time, like for yeah. that month. But uh, I usually try to spend only about $50 on comics, but it was a big week. Well, it was a big month because DC rebooted and I picked up Again. a whole bunch of – Yeah, yeah. DC Rebirth. Uh, it took them five years to figure out that the new 52 was not spectacular. That's a whole thing. I can go into it. Man. Me too. Yeah, I, I try to stay abreast of things going on in comics, but it just – it happens. It's too much. It's too fast for me. It is. And I'll tell you what, like, and there's so much it's, it's like, oh, there's a ton, but Brendo, how you are about wrestling is how I am with comic yeah. books. Cause yeah, yeah it, awesome. it takes up a whole bunch of your time to like watch all the wrestling shows and to keep yeah. on the rumors and stuff. Yeah. And cause it's nonstop and that like those mm -hmm. kind of things, like things like that form, it's, it's like new stuff all the time. It's, it's more so than like your week, like, cause you know, TV shows have, like, you know, you have your off season, you have your reruns, you have like things that like with things like comics where it's every week, it's every, it's all mm -hmm. this. And then wrestling, it doesn't stop ever. And but no, that's one doesn't. of the appeals of it is like you always have some new thing to see and check mm -hmm. out. It never gets boring. And I try to do the, do that with comic books. I'm like, I love Marvel and I love DC. Yeah. But I try to branch out to like the other companies. Yeah, like, and there's so much out there. Oh, I I would like to know actually how many comic book companies there are. I bet it's like 
I mean, if you're counting 100? every little exactly, yeah. Breath, I mean, it's got to be at least a hundred, if not more. I, I would think so. I can right now. I could probably name I don't know, maybe ten to fifteen publishers, yeah. and that's with like really straining. And I'm sure that's only a drop in the bucket of what's actually out there every month. Yeah, and I think about this like the small press area, like Comic Con, is mm-hmm. so big and it seems to be getting bigger. Yeah, and it's just. The, I mean, it's kind of true in all forms of entertainment these days. These days, the point of entry now is so much lower, and that I think that's a benefit to everybody. You can everybody can get do their thing. It is really nice, and yeah, like I know that you can make your own comic. Well, well you guys do it. You have your own yeah. web comic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, anyone web comics with, and yeah. self publishing, and you know, even just making starting your own publishing company and. Things like that are a lot more feasible these days. Mm-hmm. Easier to do and collaborating, you know, like getting a group of, you know, you have things like even like Tapatico and some of these other smaller little companies. And those are just a group of creators got together and like, let's do this. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, if I, like had, I mean, image comics, I mean, that's, that's, that's how that started. Yes, it is. Now and they're huge. Now they're one of the, now they're the man. They are. They're, they're, they're the man. They're the third biggest comic publisher yeah. after Marvel and DC, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. And they're often putting out arguably the best comics out yeah. there. They do. And they also, they, I think that's one of the things I like about Image is they do, like, they publish, like, webcomic collections and a lot of mm-hmm. random indie stuff and unknown, like, first time, like, a lot of creator owned stuff. And yeah, they do. That's, that's kind of how they found their niche, you know, like, and survived <laughs> in, this is like going in that direction, I, and I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, and I can't even come close to keeping track of image. I try to buy those more in trade paperback. Yeah, like I'll hear about something cool and then later on go pick it up. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely a trade paperback guy just because, um, like I was buying individual comics for a while, but it just piles up and piles up, and then mm-hmm. I look at and then I won't read them because it's like no, now I'm so far behind and. Yeah. And also it's like, oh, I want this and I want to, like, I, I can't, I'll just start buying all kinds of stuff. It goes, <laughs> so now like a trade paperbacks, that's kind of how I go these days. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a nice way to go. I wish, sometimes I wish that I wasn't the slave to the floppies, but <laughs> I just, I love, I love yeah. having the little floppy in my hand so much and like putting it in the bag and board. I don't think I could ever really stop doing that. Yeah. Same reason I can't go digital. Well, oh, don't get me started on digital. See, I like digital. I do that too. Uh, you're good at technology, though. I'm, I, me and technology don't get along, which is weird because I do a podcast over the internet. But I see like a lot of the benefits to like digital comics, and I think it's great that that's an option out there. But just for me, I'm too much of well, an old man. I, I don't think it's ever gonna replace. Compl- like, I don't think. I don't think print books are ever, uh, and especially in, and definitely in our generation, ever yeah. going away. And I think the numbers, especially on the book side, I don't know how it's going with comics, but I remember just reading an article like, no, people are still buying books at the steady rate because hmm. there's always going to be like people that want that physical. I mean, me personally, I want to get rid of everything and I just want to have everything. Um, not, I just want to get rid of all my physical stuff and I'm fine with plugging in, but yeah. that, I understand. I completely understand. Like, I don't, I don't judge anybody. <laughs> yeah. It seems like you're trying to have a very Spartan life, Brendo. You're trying to get rid of like your Blu-rays and stuff. 
you know, yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. I, when you move enough times and you just kind of, yeah. when you really take stock of things and I'm like, how often do I watch this stuff? How much, like, really? And like, what stuff do I, I, what's like, there are things. Yeah. I watch this one all the time, but there's tons of stuff where I'm like, this just sits here. Yeah. And I look at it and it's like, I have this thing, but what is that? And like, and then I'm like, maybe <laughs> I, and then it's like, I don't need, I don't really need that. And then, and like, and, but then, and then once you start doing that, then, then you, but then you kind of got to keep a balance. Cause I've had instances where I'll like get rid of stuff and then a little bit down the line, I'm like, Oh crap, I made a mistake. And then I'll buy it back. And, <laughs> and then I, and then it kind of goes in circles. Like I'm, I'm like considering selling some comics speaking of single issues. So I have like two long boxes full of comics okay. that have seriously sat in the long boxes. Like I have not touched them for mm-hmm. years. So why don't you break those out and read them? I I don't know because <laughs> I'm reading my eBooks, yeah. and and then I I well I I, I, st- I have started reading some of my floppies um, in the in the in the bathroom, but I also read regular books in there, so it's kind of got a mix. I, maybe I'll start rotating in more. What what know. floppies have you read lately? I'm fascinated oh, this. Well, I haven't read any in a long time. Okay. Um, I um, I. Uh, I, I, but I, the ones that I have, I have, well, I have the entire, um, original Dark Horse run of Buffy before Joss Whedon okay, yeah. took it over. So the original run of Buffy, that took me a while to collect. That was mm-hmm. like one of the first things when I was like, when I was like, you know, starting my adult life after I came back from China and I was like looking right. for, you know, eBay hunting down, going to comic cons and like got the whole run. Mm hmm. And it was fun. That was like it reminded like I hadn't done anything like that since like when my brother and I completed the Mar- uh, Marvel superheroes series two set. Oh, like back trading in the cards? day, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. just things like this. that. And like so, getting that whole run, it was like mm-hmm. an accomplishment. And I read them all, and and but then but then I'm like these are and then I, but then Dark Horse came out with like you can get an omnibus of those, mm-hmm. and I'm like I'd rather have that because I can keep my single issues. I don't have to mess with them. So I, so I have, so then I have that and I'm like, I have these, <laughs> I have like that set. So you, you double dipped on that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then I have, um, there, Marvel has been doing some really cool Stephen King adaptations. Yeah. And so I got the whole run of the stand, which was really good. Now, was it just like literal adaptations of the book? Yeah. Okay. Yes. But those ones are. But then there's the Dark Tower ones, right. which is comics that take place in the Dark Tower universe and are actually like really good. And, and he 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 worked. He was like a he he did like story consulting. Yeah. And, and some of those were were new stories, right? New oh yeah, was all new. There was prequels. Yeah. It was like prequel stuff and stuff that took place and like it was all like yeah they like they're doing an adaptations now. But the first Dark Tower comics was all new stuff. Mm-hmm. And like really cool stuff. If you're Dark Tower fan, like it's kind of like Roland's backstory and his young Roland's adventures. And then, and then there's like some comics that took place in between books four and five. They did a whole story. Oh, okay. And some other stuff. And you find out what happens to some of the other characters in those universes. That's yet another great example of comics that sound amazing that I will never get to. Yeah. 
And I'll tell you what, uh, Brendo listeners, I don't know if you know this, but I have a, a child. He's almost two. He'll be two in August. Oh, man. Wow. Where does the time go? Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know, Brendo. But uh, having this child has really given me, like, a, an earth-shattering sense of my own mortality Yeah. via comic books. <laughs> so I've always had, like, a stack of comics that are, like, new or, like, stuff that I got out to reread because I, I reread my comics all the time, too. And ever since I've had this child, well, actually, it, it started months before I had this kid because we were just really busy getting the kid ready. And, you know, like, you got an adult life, too. You're working. We bought a house, like, a year before we had the kid. So there's, like, house repairs and, you know, just general house maintenance and that kind of stuff. And I saw my comic stack just rise and rise and rise. And also, I used to love reading book books. Like, I used to do it all the time as a kid. Because I, I didn't get into comic books until like late high school, and I, I've read so less books in the last like five years than I have in the rest of my life. It's sad, but the more I have this kid, the bigger my comic book stack rises because I don't have near as much time to read them, and also I've gotten really into like comic book collecting and like getting the old issues. Yeah, and I actually find it very like soothing <sighs> and comforting. So, like, I'm buying more and more comics, but I'm having less time to read them. And one day I just went, I think I might die someday without literally reading all of the comics that I bought at least once. That's what happened to me with Blu-rays. Yeah. I think about that a lot now, and I go, <laughs> I sure do want to read those Teen Titans, but I literally don't know if I'll get to it. And, but I can't stop buying comic books either. Yeah, that that's it. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I, oh boy. I, I just there for the the Blu-rays was just nuts because at some point when I I moved I moved to San Diego and unpacked the Blu-rays and noticed that like ninety percent of them were still in the packaging. Yeah, and I'm just like, what? What am I doing? What? What is that? What is this? <laughs> like. My, cause like somebody even was like, what, did you just buy all these? Are you, are you getting ready to open a store? Like, <laughs> uh huh. So was like, I was nuts. It was, well, and I was like, all right. And, did, yeah. Did you feel better from having, like, even if you'd never watched that, what, fifth season? It still season felt good that it was there yeah. and I could look at it. And that's, you know it's there? Yeah. yeah. I get, <laughs> I have some of that with, I'm like, I recently got the Wonder Woman Earth One graphic novel that came out like in April yeah, and I haven't read it yet. And I, it might be a couple of years before I read it, but I yeah. do feel better knowing it's there. Oh, totally. Totally. And I have like, some stuff still, yeah. like I have books that I know I'm like, I'm going to get to you someday. And until then, I'm glad that you're, I'm, you're there. I see you. Yeah. Like I've, I had that with the S the book I'm reading right now. Like it sat on this, this desk for like a year and a half. And I finally am. I'm like, there you, I'm, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm ready for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe it's partly a nerd thing too, I guess. It's just. Yeah. Oh, totally. Our covetous just like nature. our little collections and our yeah. stuff. We're like little smogs sitting on yeah. top of our little gold our treasures piles. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and I, and I, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think, and then like, you, you know, you get, you got your sentimental things, which you'll never get rid of. I have a box of stuff that I'm just like, I don't know. I don't have anything to, any place to put this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't have any, but it's just, I'm never getting rid of this box because everything in it is tied to a memory or a person or something, but it's nothing of use at yeah, all. Yeah. But I'm like, I need that box in my closet. 
Like I need that there, you know? So I don't think from, from my not knowledge of Radio Brando Man, I don't think there's any room at the Vecchio house for you to store anything, right? Like well, there's, there might be room in the garage, but not really. No, okay. no. I was going to say, maybe you could take that box there and then like y- yeah. you're freed up of that space, but I guess they're, it's there. It's I, could there. Pr- I could put a box in their garage and they would never, ever know, <laughs> ever. Several boxes. Like you should, you should, um, start secretly like moving stuff into yeah. the house and just put like a gentle ribbing of Phil on like a piece of notebook paper in each yeah. one. Like Phil smells and just see if he ever notices <laughs> it or something. Yeah. I definitely be, should consider doing that. Yeah. It'd be fun. It well, be um, we've got some reader mail. Yes. That's exciting. Um, the first one is from Mr. Anonymous from Canada. And uh, he writes, you may be background noise in your school, but if you ride a motorcycle to school, kids will be impressed. He's, so he's on board with me riding a motorcycle. Yeah, to Derek school. suggested that last episode, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, you I, could I be will, like the Fonz, no. right? <laughs> I will never ride a motorcycle. And I don't know, maybe like a trike, but I don't think that's cool. <laughs> like then they'd be like, yeah, yeah. They make those, I think. Do they for adults? I've seen them. I've seen like, they're like, they're like, oh. they have like trike type motorcycles and there are adult big wheels as well. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I'm not a motorcycle guy. Have you ever I'll had see. any like wish or inkling to ride a motorcycle? Well, I wrote, I got on the back of one with a friend and my mom came running out screaming. So I think <laughs> that's part of the aversion. Uh-huh. Is I just associated with my mom screaming at me. Um, and, and then I, um, I did ride around once with another friend and I was terrified the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, I was scared. I can, it wasn't like, like a, what, cause like, I guess, cause this was like a sport bike. So don't like the Harley Davis stuff. Isn't it like a little bit less like, I don't know, wobbly? Uh, I like, don't know. I know. I know. No, never. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not interested in anything that has like a motor in it. You know how like people <laughs> are like really into cars? Yeah. Stuff about cars? That is like an alien no. language to me. Yeah. No, thank you. Like I, I understand I, 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 that, yeah, I understand that people like that kind of thing. And I understand that people look at my comic book knowledge and think the same thing as I think about their loving of cars. But yeah, I just, I don't get it at all. Although with motorcycles, I do see kind of the romantic idea of like the Jack Kerouac, like yeah. going out on Route 66 and it's a symbol of freedom. Nothing. I get that to an extent. You and the world and you're out there, yeah. except that's also terrifying because yes. if you get and if you hit anything, you are dead or really, really, there is no such thing as just like a, like motorcycle accidents. Like, Oh, just got a little scratch here. Nick. Mm-hmm. Like unlike car accidents, you can get a car accident and like, Oh, he's fine. But like a motorcycle, it's just like nope, you're you're dead. Yeah, no, very dangerous. I, I had a cousin die from a motorcycle accident. I don't. Yeah. It was when I was a kid, and I don't remember any details. But yeah. that's always been like a specter over my family. Well, also, oh, the other one, the other thing, and I've told this story many times is the old the the one time that Derek and I saw a dead body, and it oh, was a motorcycle right. accident, and that yeah. was extremely traumatizing. So mm. now that's the first thing I think of when I see a motorcycle. So uh, anonymous from Canada, and I'm going to assume it's uh, Scott Thompson from the Kids in the Hall. 
Yes, uh, absolutely. Do you, do you uh, can I ask questions of all the sure. radio Brenda Man? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, awesome. Keep the conversation going. Well, I want them to write in ne- next absolutely. episode. My question. Oh, this is great. So anonymous from Canada, uh do you ride any motorcycles? And if so, do they all have the Canadian flag on the side of them? Is that all? <laughs> a Canadian law? Yeah. I'm Probably. guessing yes. All right, so he writes uh Brendo I read the first few chapters in your book that you were posting on brendoman.com back a few years ago, and it was great. Well, thank you. Um, I hope you have kept on telling your story in one medium or another. I think that's this podcast, right? Like, you you get a lot of Brendo's life from the podcast, and I've I don't remember when I started listening to the show, but I know I've listened to all of them. Wow. Yeah, and that's actually, cool. I've been. I've been thinking about starting from the beginning and re-listening. And I know they're all very like time sensitive to an extent. Yeah. So it'll be like a time capsule thing. It is. That's, that's kind of cool though. Cause yeah, it's like, yeah. this is what was going on at this period of time. Do you ever listen back to old radio? Brendo? I have started doing it now and it's like really funny. Yeah. I, I never, dis- I never knew that I was like a narcissist until I had a podcast. Yeah. Cause yeah. I've started re-listening to my podcast. Just like, <laughs> like this is great. That Mark guy's really funny. I find myself really funny. And yeah, there is like little, because you're just having like normal conversations or whatever. And you're like, boy, that what I don't know that yeah. dumb and, and then, movie was great or whatever. Yeah, you're or like really. things that we're looking forward to or talking about things that now I know the outcome of that and stuff. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Oh yeah, I do that. We'll talk about comic news. And we'll be like, that's going to be the biggest bomb ever, and it turns yeah. out it's going to be. It turns out to be the biggest hit ever so yeah. we look like idiots yeah stuff like that like fun things like that yeah um great. and and so um so yeah so i ha- guess i have and I, i'll return to the book at some point i just have to work things out with certain people involved <laughs> in the story so, like uh, um uh jennifer Connolly. i yes. heard that Yes, I'm talking. I got to talk to her people. She's been holding out. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so then he says, uh, you ended your last chapter with bummer after hot balls. That's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brenda, what is that? What? What's what's bummer hot balls? I forget what he said. He said Was bummer that after hot balls. That's a bummer. So bummer after really big bummer. Oh, okay. I yes, see. That's what he's saying. Oh, I thought that was like you named the end of the chapter or no. the beginning of the chapter. That I see. No. That's like because it's a like the story is a lot of bummers about bad things that happened. Okay. And 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 then and how it became it turned around. But before that turnaround, it's it's pretty dark. And now um, the published the ones that I've published chapters I published, it's still it's not even the worst mm-hmm. of the worst things that happened. So. Um, but you know, I'll get there, and I've talked about most of that story on here. But we'll get it; it'll get happen. It'll it'll happen eventually. Okay. So then he says, um, "Oh, because I talked about band a lot." So he says, "But I was wondering how your band teacher was able to take you guys out to pizza dinner." My mom was a teacher, and when I was young, five to ten ish, there was a monthly homework club. Where if you ended in every piece of homework the whole month, you got to go to my house on a Saturday and have a barbecue and go swimming at the lake or have a barbecue and go skating or tobogganing, but she stopped doing it after she started teaching gym. When were these pizza parties? Tell us more. 
All right. So the banned pizza parties were um I don't know if this would fly now a days, but um but when we had enough points to get a pizza party, there was a round table that like you would it was like within walking distance from our school and we would all just walk to the round table after school and our band teacher would buy us pizza and give us tokens for the video games. And then when we were done, we would go home. That's awesome. It was pretty great. And we yeah. and we would work really hard. And so we'd get that pizza party at least once every month and a half, couple months. And those pizza parties were like my lifeblood in junior high. <laughs> it's what kept me going. It's the And that jukebox at the round table pizza, um, which had 45 records at the time, even in like night, this was 1991, 92. Um, and and that that jukebox is like the music that like like it, that was the first time I heard Metallica, Nirvana, mm-hmm. like all those like that's that like that jukebox changed my life. And Street Fighter Two also in its its own way, you know. <laughs> They're just, Street Fighter Two is just as important as Nirvana. Yeah, in my in the history of Brendo, so they're about even. Hmm. Maybe maybe Nirvana more now, but back then Street Fighter Two definitely. Um, so yeah, so that's the story with those pizza parties. And then he says, you mentioned your first date and that sucked. And your second date was five years later. Have you already told that story? Is that the lady who booked two dates on the same day? Um, that happened like in 2000. So I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe. Um, I, the, the, so the two sucky dates I had, I talked about the two date late, the one I got my car smashed. Yeah. And. I, oh, I talked about the one where she borrowed my car and didn't return it till the next day. That one. Oh, boy, I had questions about that when you were talking about that. Did you ever find out what she needed your car for? No, no. I never heard from her again. So she, like, returned your – did you see her when she re- returned your car? She, she dropped the – well, Phil and I, were. she returned it, like, during the concert. So I was, like, just running around. So I just had to go grab the keys. And, okay. and I asked her if she wanted to come – to the show and she's like, oh, I'm really busy. And then I, that's the last I ever, ever <laughs> talked to her, ever. And how long did she have your car? Like at least 12 hours. Okay. What do you think she did? We think that she drove, she must have driven down to like San Diego or somewhere mm-hmm. just to, uh, who knows? Do you think she was like running drugs or something? I don't think so. I mean, she was a Biola student. I think it was just she needed a car to, do whatever, like maybe go visit somebody or who knows. Brendo, that sounds like the perfect cover for a drug runner. It's absolutely going to a Christian college. Yeah. Oh yeah. Borrow some, some Ooh. poor guy's car. That's a movie right there. That is, yeah. That's his cover. And like they, and then they, then like that way they're, if they get, if the car, they can ditch the car. They don't care. Like they, so they, 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 they seduce some young, College, like young Christian college student, yeah. and take his car, run the run the cocaine, because the, with the mileage, it was easily she could have gone south of the border, like to Mexico, because oh, it was like crazy. it was like at least two hundred miles. So from there to Mexico, I think you, yeah, that's about yeah, you could make it. And I'm assuming she didn't like top off your gas for you, right? Oh, it was empty. <laughs> empty. She she rolled in on fumes. Oh yeah, that was some. Oh, 
She's a real class act. Well, you dodged a bullet there, Brenda. She's oh, absolutely. Like a real turd, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the first, my first date ever was also bad. And I've told this story. I don't know if I've told it on radio, Brenda, man, but, um, I, it was my homecoming freshman year and I asked my friend Ashley who this was when, um, the first time I tried to ask her, she ran and hid in the bathroom <laughs> and I should have taken that as a sign, except I was like, I don't understand. Um, well, I'll just, um, ask her at lunch in front of all her friends so she can't run away or say no. Right, right. And then that's what happens. And that was when, that was the first time Michelle Williams talked to me because she, like, oh. she sat behind, in front of me in history class and she turns around and she's like, are you going to homecoming with Ashley Taylor? And I was like, yep. And she's like, how did you do that? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. And it was like, I'm Lloyd Dobler. It was like the I'm Lloyd Dobler moment, you know? Yeah. And then, um, and then, and then she thought I was cool, I guess, because then we were friends. And that's how you impressed Michelle Williams. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, cause of course she was going with like a, like 18 year old dude. Like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I think she went with like the captain of the football team or something. Um, so, so yeah. So I, I took my friend Ashley. And when we get there, she's like, I, I, I can't, I'm not going to dance with you because I don't believe in dancing or so. I don't know. And, um, so that was, that was right off the bat. Just like, yeah, dang it. So I went in the bathroom and like cried. Aww. <laughs> and then somebody heard me and I think she somehow found out about that. So then she like had a pity dance with me at the very last dance. Yeah. And it was the, it was, um, Celine Dion's Because I'm Your Lady song. And, um, I now, and so because of that, I like hate Celine Dion. Not, I mean, like, at the, I, and so I, even, I don't have a problem with her music. I'm not even afraid to admit that, but I have a big problem with that song. And so, cause it just reminds me of like that pity dance. Oh, and then she had her dad pick her up. Yeah. The last like parting ball shot. That's a rough date. It was terrible. And then, and then some other dude that I knew asked her to win her formal and she danced with him and it was, I was like, yeah. what happened? What happened to don't believe in? That's what I'm talking about. The selective, like using your beliefs. Mm-hmm. To like, yeah. ugh. Well, she sounds like a real turd too. So she's a nice girl. She's, she was nice. She just didn't know any better. Yeah. That was high school, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah. No one quite knows what they're doing socially. No. I mean, like, she's just, she's trying to let me down gently, and then eventually she had to just <laughs> do that. So it's, I don't put out, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm that, but it, you know, it's a good, it's a good story. It's good fun. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you learn, you learn from those things. You learn to start, like, you know, Taking taking clues because also just like not doing dumb things like I and again making these big embarrassing gestures where I like made my mom take me to the store and buy flowers and then I took them into her classroom like what <laughs> why who does that like dumb dumb dumbs someone from a movie uh, do you think that's, that's oh movies ruin like yeah, that's the yeah. problem that is the biggest problem because that's where that's everything I learned about anything about that aspect is movies and mm-hmm. none of that stuff actually works no. most of it you can get arrested for <laughs> or at least like lawsuit you know mm-hmm. like um yeah I I don't know I I don't know what but young Brendo had a 
had like a lot of just high hopes and bad ideas. He was a starry-eyed kid with a dream, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then finally he says, oh, he says, scald the roof off your mouth with those hot cookies. Oh, no. Jeez. So he's saying don't let the cookies cool. All right. Here, what was this guy's name? This is Anonymous. Oh, that's Canada. still Anonymous. Okay. Yeah. So, Although if you listen to Vandarian Horn Show, his yeah. identity has been revealed on there. But we're going to keep him anonymous here. Yes. Except it's Scott Thompson of Kids it in is. the Hall. I already called yep. it out. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Sorry, Scott. I well, love he says her. don't cool the cookies. So I would like to ask Anonymous also, what would you like the hashtag of Radio Brindo Man to be if you don't like let the cookies cool? That's a good question. And hey, there's some direct questions for you in this next email. Ooh, that's exciting. Mr. Steve Espinoza writes, Hey guys, first thing first, I hope Phil enjoyed his vacation too while he's still on it. Still enjoying it. Wherever he went, let's just call it Oz. <laughs> I saw right, I saw just now, like I think right before I started recording this is, uh, they're at the tree where you drive through the giant tree. Oh, like a redwood? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, looked pretty cool. It looked like you have to wait a long time in line because, like, they were standing outside their car and there was, like, a bunch of cars in front of them. Just drive through that tree. I wonder if they charge you to drive through the tree. Yeah, I was thinking, is that, like, in the middle of, like, a national forest probably? Yeah, I think so. I don't – like, you probably have to pay to get into the thing maybe. Yeah. It's not just a road to get to the next town over. Yeah. All right, so he says, I hope Brendo enjoyed his birthday weekend in Vegas watching Money in the Bank. I did, and we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, and then and then here's directly to you. He says, to answer Mark Bolton's pen pal reply, Yay. the order from greatest to least for the subjects he gave me. Oh, yeah, so I have a question for you, Mark Bolton. Mm-hmm, sure. What, 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 were you, what made you think of these things? Like your... Because it was Life Aquatic, Uncle Buck, mm-hmm. Family Matters, Totino's Pizza Rolls, and Ren and Stimpy. Well, I think you can relate to this somewhat. Uh, I always have those types of things just rolling around in my brain. <laughs> like I was, I think I was at work and I was, I don't know, listening to some other some podcast. I don't remember what. And I was just like, I need a question to ask Steve Espinoza because I forgot to ask him. And I was like. You know, I really like Family Matters. That's a funny show. I sure could go for some Totino's pizza rolls. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. What if I rank them? What if I ask him to do it? Then I was like, what's three more things I like? And so I, these are all on your list? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I love them all. How would – ooh. Oh, so – well, um, so, okay. So he says, uh, to answer Mark Bowen's pen pal reply, he gave me his answer. This is Steve's answer. would be um, Life Aquatic – so this is from the greatest to the sure. least. It's a solid choice. Life Aquatic, Uncle Buck, mostly for John Candy, Family Matters, a fave of mine growing up, but even then I would give it grief because some episodes would end with everyone respecting Urkel, then the next episode everyone would think he's annoying again. Right. It's reset. It's true. Yeah. Totino's Pizza Rolls. Didn't eat them a lot, but they were a nice treat. Ren and Stimpy is the last it was one of the Nickelodeon shows I didn't watch regularly. What? Wow. That's crazy. But that's just me. So here's one that he poses to you, Mark. Oh, uh, I, I, and I can answer it on the air. That's exciting. Yeah. 
in real time. That's never yes. happened before. I know. I'm excited. So your subjects are the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Okay. The sitcom Perfect Strangers. Oh, I like that. Weird Al Yankovic. Double Dare. Jurassic Park. Oh, my gosh. I'm writing these down as quickly as I can so that I can ponder this. Oh, boy. I'm missing a couple. Jurassic Park. That was one of them. Very exciting listeners listening to me right. Once again, real Ghostbusters. Yes, yes, yes. Perfect Strangers. Weird Al Yankovic. Double Dare. Jurassic Park. Okay. I got to go. Jurassic Park is number one because that is one of the greatest films of all time. And listeners, you can go listen to Ben View and Spielberg talk about and not completely love Jurassic Park. Spoiler alert. Mm. Um, oh my gosh. Was that you that posted the Muldoon comic book? Oh no, but that sounded amazing. I actually meant to look it up. Is that like from a novel, like a, like a re, like a novelization comic book? Like what is that from? I think so, but it sounded like it was, they made a sequel to Jurassic Park in comic book form. Without a but not the lost that, world, so yeah, like just without. But I love that it's just yeah. like Muldoon just comes out of the bushes, like I'm alive. Like, <laughs> they were just playing with, yeah, that was ridiculous, yeah, and it didn't make any sense. I'd forgotten about that, and then I I get my comics monthly from this website called Atomic Empire, and it's actually like a physical comic book store in like mm-hmm. uh, North Carolina, and they have like this huge bank of like back issues, and I actually meant to look this up and see if they had it because I wanted it because it sounded amazing. All right, so Jurassic Park is your yeah. number one. Uh, boy, these are – I'm going to have to go with Perfect Strangers for number two. Man, it's, you're big on the Perfect Strangers. Big I Balky, love – Big Balky fan. I love bad sitcoms. Like my <laughs> wife and I have been watching Wings. Do you remember that show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it's like – it's kind of a good show. But it was always on USA. Yes, it was. Cause was, it, was that what, it, what channel it was? Was it like, was it ever on network television? Yeah, it was on NBC. Oh, I watched okay. it with my parents week in and week out. But yeah, I just it, remember it was always on, like either before or after Cartoon Express. Yeah, because it kept the cartoonish frivolity rolling. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I love terrible sitcoms. <laughs> so number three would be probably the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Okay, I just watched one on my lunch hour like about a month ago. They did one about Cthulhu in HP. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it was really incredible how many actual like references to Lovecraft's work they worked into that episode. Yeah, dude, this, that episode is nuts. Yeah, I was I was like and this is like a kids cartoon. It's a kids show. I watched that was a Saturday morning cartoon. That was a good show. Um It was great. And also I forgot that the guy who does um Vankman's voice was the guy who did Garfield's voice. Yeah. So it's weird to see like RIP. Oh yeah, he did die. Lorenzo something. Lorenzo yeah, Lorenzo something. And it's funny that then Bill Murray later went on to do the voice Play of Garfield, Garfield in the live action. Yeah, he probably they, made way more money than that dude did in his entire run as Garfield. Although Bill Murray does deserve it. Uh, I'm going to put Double Dare fourth. That was a good show. But I don't know. I wasn't – Weird Al last? I'm not a huge Weird Al fan. Oh, okay. I, I respect him. And like, you know, I, I had an album or two when I was younger. I just, I don't go super gaga for him like other people do, but no, okay. no disrespect to him. I don't like hate him or anything. Okay. So you put Double Dare, you big Double Dare fan? 
You know, I did you see the picture that like pictures that Ming Chen went to a thing where like Mark Summers, it was like Mark Summers, but he also got Robin and the like announcer guy, and they were doing like a some funny double dare reunion. No, that's pretty cool. It looked amazing. But you're not so you're not a big double dare guy. Uh, not a huge. I love Nickelodeon <laughs> at that time. I was a lot more into. I loved Salute Your Shorts and. That out of control show that Dave Coulier was on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I love that show. I because it, it was it had like all these weird segments. Yeah, and it, it was really, really subversive. Yeah, really goofy sketches. Yeah, and as a and, kid, I didn't know I liked subversive things, but I did, so I really responded to it. Yeah, that was like that was like one of the first Nickelodeon shows. Like ever. Yeah, I think it felt like it wasn't even made for Nickelodeon. I could be wrong. Well, it was one of the Canadian shows that they like bought. Yeah, like you can't yeah. television it was the same thing. Like I, the early Nickelodeon shows were like shows that they just purchased. Yeah, yeah, that's what they I thought. They hadn't started making their own content yet. That's like where Double Dare comes in mm-hmm. and some of those things. Boy, early Nickelodeon was really, really good. Everybody should read Slimed, the oral I, history of Nickelodeon. It's amazing. I need to read that. Yeah. Highly, highly, highly recommended. All right, I'm going to write like, that down because I do found, need to get it. It's everybody. It's everything. It's all the shows. You interview, like, seriously, everybody. Mm. All the way up to, like, through the, like, SNCC, the beginning of the SNCC era. Now, like, I, I hear a lot of... A lot of the younger kids, like on on the Tumblers or whatever, I'm on Tumblr a lot. Yeah, they talk about like all that was like one of the greatest shows ever. I was never a big fan. No. I think I think if we you're, were, I think we were too old for all that. Yeah. I think like if the younger kids, like even like people younger than my brother, like those that was kind of like I think I was a little too old for all that. I agree. It's interesting to see. I enjoy Good Burger though. I've never. I know Abe Vigoda's in it due to <laughs> Conan O'Brien's jokes about it. Oh, he did the segment Goodfellas or Good Burger because yeah. Abe Goto is yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting to see the generation gaps in Nickelodeon TV shows, though. Yeah. And the people who are like, um, like, the Rock people Powder. that are really into Amanda show and, yeah, yeah. And, well, then Rocket, Rock, what's it? Yeah, what's that Rocket one? Rocket Power? Power. Can we, can we curse Brenda on the show? I meant to ask you that before. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right. Rocket Power can go fuck itself. That show looks <laughs> stupid. I had to watch that show with like kids that I was babysitting and it was pretty dumb. Well, like, I don't know. I don't like sports stuff. I'm like full yeah. with the <laughs> aversion never, to all sports in any yeah. format. When I went, Oh, these kids like surfing and like skateboarding. Like, no, please don't. Oh, the wild thornberries. That show. I didn't like the animation style of, I don't like that. that. I mean, it's, it's Rugrats like, it's okay. like Rugrats. I like, Rug, but I like Rugrats, but that's kind of the extent. Yeah. That no, I wasn't a big wild thornberries. No, and they made a bunch of, they made a bunch of cartoons and they all looked terrible. And I I mean, like, I didn't even, I mean, I liked, I liked Hey Arnold, but that was kind of the tail end of my Nickelodeon years. Um, cause I remember the first Hey Arnold was, they, it was the short before Harriet the Spy in theaters. Uh, Yeah, I kind of. And I loved it, and then I watched the show. But then, like, I never watched, like, Recess or any of those other ones. Well, Recess wasn't Nickelodeon. No, that was ABC. Yeah, but then, and then, oh, don't even get me started on ABC Doug. ABC Doug was, like, the worst thing. It was funny. I I liked Doug a lot, but even as a kid, I knew that, like, ABC Doug wasn't the same, and I just really watched it. Ugh. Yeah. Because they, like, ripped it away from the creator, and then they, like, I don't know, it was just... 
Didn't they try to, they, he, they made him older, so like. Yeah. It was really not good. They tried to be a little edgier, which yeah. is weird for Doug, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of my answers to this. Mm-hmm. I think I would go number one, probably Weird Al. Number two, wow. Jurassic Park. Number three, Real Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Four, Double Dare. Five, Perfect Strangers. Okay. Wasn't a huge Perfect Strangers. Oh, I understand that. It's a terrible show. Well, I watched like a lot of dumb sitcoms. I mean, I, I, I remember watching Bosom Buddies on like a regular <laughs> basis. Yeah. Um, oh. Perfect Strangers, not so much. I mean, my mom, I watched Cheers with my mom. Um, I watched a lot and Roseanne, like Cheers and Roseanne with my mom. Roseanne's a good show. Uh, Roseanne is a great show. It's been on, well, we, about six months ago, we watched it a lot on like reruns on Logo. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, this show's great. <clears throat> Except the later seasons. It yeah, got real yeah. heavy. Well, like, oh, the last season is like the worst thing yeah, ever. Yeah. Um, like when her, like when her, like when she just got really famous and then like hired all these bad writers and like her and Tom Arnold just went nuts. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of when the show went off the rails. Like it stopped being what it was. Like it totally lost the plot. Yeah. At some point I felt like it, it quit being funny. It just, it got yeah. almost to be like a drama. Yeah. And I was like, where, where's I like the mix? Like, and they, yeah. And then when they kind of got away from that, I don't know. Um, and then when they went, the, but the last season is just completely insane. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Uh, and then, um, but I mean, it's funny. All the shows that I, my mom had like a pretty good taste of TV because she's, Mm -hmm. I watched, I, she, we watched 90210 together. And, but also Seinfeld. Like my mom, I saw, my mom introduced both my brother and me to Seinfeld. No one in my house growing up could stand Seinfeld except for me. Like I loved it. And my sister and my parents were like, this show's terrible. I don't get it. Why is this funny? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, they were wrong. They're wrong. They're just wrong. So you grew up in Illinois. You're in Illinois, right? Illinois? Uh, yes. Uh, central Illinois. Uh, I grew up in East Peoria, which is, uh, kind of a suburb of Peoria. Mm-hmm. It's on the other side of the Illinois River. And now I live 45 minutes southeast. I live in Bloomington, Illinois. I feel like I've driven through there. Probably. Uh, route, route 66 does go through Bloomington, so that's possible. Yeah, and I used to, when my, cause there was a period where my mom was living in Madison, Wisconsin. I was driving mm-hmm. to Missouri and I'd drive through okay. Illinois. And also sometimes I would go to Chicago another time. I think I did mm-hmm. another road trip around there. Oh, it's I don't a, miss I don't uh, miss the Midwest weather like at all. I don't blame you. You said the Midwest weather. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, the weather. Well, it's like a saying that if you don't like Illinois weather, just stick around for five minutes and it'll change. And you know, yeah. like that's kind of a hokey line that you know. It's pretty true. It no, it's 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 very true. It's crazy how true it is. Yeah. Because often, yeah, those old wives' tales kind of quotes are just. Something old men at the feed store say, but no, it is true. Yeah. And, okay. So Steve says, hope to hear back from you soon and to Phil and Brendo, take it easy and let the cookies cool. Well, Steve Espinosa, but how about hearing from me immediately? Cause that's what you did. Go. All right. Oh. Let's get this out of the way. Mario flowers. Um, with his bit there. Mm hmm. He's got number one, 
what's this popsicles you're talking about? Is it a thing? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's hopefully going to be a thing again. I, we're working on it. I've got faith. I wrote lis- Brendo Man listeners. I wrote in a letter to popsicles, and I'm assuming it's just in the ether somewhere. It's but there. I was hope. Okay, it's, good. It's holding on. I was hoping that it would spur on some some podcast episodes. We're working on it. That's good. All right, and then continuing in this, um, Derek is a crybaby, and it's everybody else's <laughs> fault. Popsicles is not happening. All right, that was addressed in on the last two Radio Brando Man mm-hmm. episodes, and and we've discussed this. And I think we're, I think we're gonna try. I think we talked about. We, we I, I know we talked about how we kind of wanna, um. Because in the direction we were going, I feel like we was gonna end up we were gonna like murder each other, <laughs> and I think that was Derek's main issue. Uh-huh. And so I think we want to kind of swing back in the focusing on the stories, you know, like we used to. Oh uh, yeah, like look up pop culture stories. Yeah, and like yeah. try because I mean, like not totally like talk about ourselves mm-hmm. and our things, but when we just do that, things just tend to go in really crazy directions sometimes for very entertaining ends, but other times like it just results in hard feelings. Sure. And as a fan who loves it, when you guys just talk purely about yourselves, I love it. That's a ton of fun, but I would much rather have you guys stay friends <laughs> and I would much rather get episodes at all rather than yeah. not. Cause I so, think yeah. there was just some anguish over like, what are we, are we just like going to cause our friendships to implode and yeah. for, for the sake of a podcast. And then it's like, can we just like, I don't know, we're going to, we're going to try and dial it back a bit. And I think one of the ways to do that is to kind of have a little bit more structure Mm-hmm. Like you know, like the old days. That's good. Like, well, thing, I, we'll find out what Demi Lovato is up to nowadays, or whatever yeah. pop star is. She was she's good. She's on tour with one of the Jonases because they had posters up in Vegas. Oh. Who who's Demi Lovato? I didn't. I I knew that was a name. I, don't <laughs> I think even she know was one was. of the like. I think she was in one of those Nickelodeon shows. Okay. And she's like friends with Miley Cyrus. I I don't know. And then she has a song. And I only know that she, well, I saw she was on SNL. Okay. And then, Did and she then like of, spit on donuts and say no, America no, no? That's um Ariana Grande. Uh, okay. She spit on the donut. She was also on SNL this season. She's also on SNL. Okay. Um, but Demi Lovato, she also like she's been very open about her um mental health problems, like oh, issues okay. and struggles. So it, I think that's admirable. Yeah, that actually makes me like her now. Yeah, that she's okay. And um, she. Uh, was I know she did one of the songs that was for like SummerSlam last year for WWE. Okay. So I'm also looking up on Google. Uh, listener, she seems to be an attractive young woman. Yeah. With dark hair. Uh, she went to the VMAs. Yeah, so there you go. That's, that's my great description of her. That's like a mini popsicles episode right there. <laughs> there we go, listeners. All right. And then, oh, and then he says Derek is like the Trump of podcasting. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch. Burn. And number three, P.S. I'm also an abortion doctor and the Unabomber. Put your name on it. Okay. I don't know what that means. Mario being Mario. Is he, is he like, you, you, do you listen to Harmontown, right? Dan Harmon's podcast? Uh, yes, mo- a lot. I li- don't okay. listen all the time, but it's on my regular rotation. Okay. So you know the Adam Goldberg on Harmontown, right? Yes. 
Is Mario Flowers kind of the Adam Goldberg of Radio Brendo Man? It, it's beginning to seem like that. Yeah, he likes to stir stir the pot, stir it up. But he's it, you know he's a he's a loyal fan. He's a loyal member of the Brendo Maniacs. Oh yes, no, I don't want to. I'm not putting you down, Mario Flowers. <laughs> in fact, uh, my question to you, Mario Flowers, is: Will you write in and tell us about your first kiss ever to the Radio Brendo Man populace? There you go. I, I want to hear about it. Okay. I'm a creeper, apparently. I'm scared of what story is going to go. After I said it, I was like, well, I don't know. That might be too personal, but we'll see. Well, we'll, we'll find what out what happens. happens. And I think, uh, that's gonna, that's gonna, um, do it for this week's episode. This is not this week's, this, this episode. You stay tuned Thursday for, uh, Marmaduke and other things. Talk about some stuff. Talk about my Vegas trip. Talk about Mark's things that he's into. Uh, you'll find out where I hid my secret gold, listeners. So tune there in. you go. Definitely tune in next week. <laughs> so you got to keep up with Derek with those cliffhangers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. Also, I have a twin brother, or do I? Find out. Find out on Thursday with our with our guest Mark Bolton. And Mark, where can people find you on on the Twitters and stuff? Oh boy. Mm. Tim is going to be really mad at me. I have a Twitter account. I never look at it, and I couldn't tell you what it is. But Did you have one, Comic Nerd Unite. I do. Yes, go to Comic Nerd Unite. Uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, we have a website, ComicNerdUnite.com, where we have all 119 episodes of Comic Nerd Unite so far. That's a lot of episodes. It is. I'm very proud of that. Uh, I love doing podcasting. I love my so podcast. Is that just Comic Nerd Unite, or does that include when you had another name? No, well, that includes when I have another name. Okay. We, we were called Nightwing Loves Power Girl, but it was a comic book podcast also. There you go. It's it the same thing. We just, we were afraid that DC Comics would sue us and that people thought we were like a weird fan fiction podcast. I thought it was like a shipping podcast. Yeah. It, yeah, it wasn't, but no, I it was entertaining. I appeared on that podcast. Yes, you did. Episode number 15, I believe, you and Phil. There you go. That was like one of our first guest podcasts. Yeah. Appearances. I was very excited. Very exciting. We talked about well, Blankets, which is a great graphic novel. Yeah. And I, speaking of that, I still, I, I went to, when I was in the, I was at a comic book store and I actually picked up a BB. <laughs> I picked Wait, up oh, a BB. Oh, that's right. That's his other. And um, yeah. yeah. And I, and like, it's got great reviews, supposed to be great, but I'm like, eh, not today, Habibi. Not today. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'll get there. Someday. Yeah, someday. Um, and someday you can uh, listen to all the great Benvy Network podcasts at BenvyNetwork.com and check us out at RadioBrendo.com, at BrendoMan on Twitter, our contact forms on RadioBrendo.com or RadioBrendoMan at gmail.com. Hit us up or not. Rate and review us on iTunes. All that good stuff. And we'll see you on Thursday. Thank you, Mark, for being here i appreciate it thank you very much for having me i had a blast it was great so for radio brendo man i'm brendan creasy and i'm mark bolton have a good one everybody see ya
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Hello out there in Benview Podcast Land. My name is Josh and this is Jesse. Hello. And we happen to do a podcast about video games called the Extra Damage Cast. Indeed we do. If you like to talk about video games or more accurately listen to other people talk about video games, you should check out our podcast. It's at extradamage.com or on the Benview Network website, whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> 